Hello, and welcome to The Softer Side. I'm your life transitions coach, Shelley Carney. And now, let's design your life. Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice bring you The Softer Side, life transitions and relationship coaching. Join the live chat on YouTube every Wednesday and Friday at thesofterside.live. So, why don't we plan? <clears throat> I don't know. It's, it's easier a, not to. It's kind of a pain. Yeah. We like to be spontaneous. Um, a lot of times we're just reacting to life. We're just, okay, I know I have to uh, get up in the morning and I have to make the bed and I have to uh, get this done and this done and this done. And then anything else that happens throughout the day, we just take care of it as it happens. We're putting out fires, right? Uh, that can lead to a feeling of I'm out of control. I don't know what's coming at me. Or if you don't plan your day, somebody else does, right? If, especially if you have kids. And what are you doing tomorrow, Mom? Well, I don't know yet. Ah, well, can you take me here, there, and everywhere? Ooh, sure. Here, there, and everywhere. <laughs> oh, what? sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm out of gas. Honey, can you pick up this, this, and this and do this errand for me and get some gas and blah, blah, blah? Sure. Because I don't have a calendar, so I just... You know, everybody else can plan my life for me. Sometimes we just get caught up in how we're going to get things done, or we might be afraid of failing, so we don't plan um, what we want to do because it might not work out. And so if I didn't plan it and it doesn't work out, then I don't need to know about it. You don't need to know about it. It's okay. I wasn't tied into it. I wasn't married to it, whatever. Why do you think we don't? plan well i like i said uh at the, at the beginning uh it's easier not to why right. is that uh, because planning first of all the effort takes it's an effort mm-hmm. right it takes mm-hmm. time uh you've got to set aside because you're so busy you don't have time to plan which is a big excuse in business right i'm so busy i really have no time to pl- make a plan that's right um uh so um if if you really want to start planning, you have to set aside time for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite plan planning time is at the end of the day when I don't have to think about anything else, you know. Mm-hmm. And I say to myself, well, let me sit down and catch the news. If I'm sitting down to catch the news, then I know I've got time to write a quick plan for the following day. Now, the other thing that I do is because I'm not in business anymore, my plans aren't one-year plans, uh, three-month plans, one-month plans. They're basically for the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, it, a plan can be just uh, anything. Well, it can be as little as kind of figuring out what your day looks like tomorrow. So my plan for today was, you know, PT at 1040, uh, Walmart groceries arrives at 12, uh, you get here at 3, softer side at 4, get to the UPS store at 5, and AGK at 7. And then what else I needed to do in all of that uh, is incorporated. And it's my, you know, usual one page that gives me a sense what of what What happens if you don't plan? Jeez. Um, it's, it's different for me. Why? Because I don't have anybody to worry about. There's nobody else living in this house. Well, there's no plans. That's not exactly true. Well, no, no, no. I because do have. Because you do have your live shows scheduled. People right. are counting on you for that. Yeah. I'm counting on you for that. Right. But but for the most part, uh, being single and retired, uh, nothing bad happens. 
the, the worst that can happen is you show up and I go like, oh, we have a show, right? Or something like that. <laughs> right. Although I've never done that. Um, but uh, I think I, I think it's no, different for me. No, usually 20 minutes before I get here and they, right. oh. oh <laughs> got a show, shower, uh, working in the garage all morning. But take, for example, your day today. Mm-hmm. I mean, you drove to Santa Fe. You went to that event. Uh, you met a lot of people. You have to plan that. And then you have to get back in time to do this show. Right. You had to have, you know, your presentation sent to me last night before you did this. And then you scheduled it so that everybody, oh, well, no, you didn't do that part. I forgot that part. <laughs> <laughs> ah. so, I got uh, off of my plan because and you have to do that yesterday that took so long. Oh, because bam. Bam, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and you have to do that in the context of, of your husband and his schedule mm-hmm. and the stuff that he has to get done in combination with do, you and your son and his schedule. Yeah. So, uh, and so. My husband's schedule tends to change every couple right. of months. So, and, and that's, I think. used to it all over again. You, you've got to adapt to that. I mean, he's doing out like a 3.30 to 12.30 now or something like that. Yeah. Four, that's a tough 4 schedule. to 12.30 right. with, uh. Uh, Sunday, Mondays, but pretty soon it's going to change again. Yeah. Thursday, Friday's yeah. off. It's, it's, yeah, it's going to change. So I think as, uh, as, your, as your life is progressively more complex, uh, the more you need planning. My simple life, no pets, no plants, retired, uh, AGK, um, is, doesn't require as much planning, but I still do. That's why I can well, do it on my page. To. And, and what happens when, um, Suddenly, you can't make plans because, for instance, you get hurt. Mm. And then all the plans that you had made to work on those videos that you wanted to get out. And not only work on the videos, but things like, you know, the the injury occurred before we left for vacation. And I'm thinking to myself, what kind of vacation is this going to be? I mean, it it can be serious. So um, uh, I think uh, you're always going to be interrupted. Life, life is filled with interruptions. And planning gives you the ability to accommodate those interruptions, because mm-hmm. you know what's what's coming in the future. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you have, you know, if you have, uh, it, let, and I won't use the vacation as an example, but let's say you have a daughter who's coming to visit right after you injure your knee, you can have a conversation with her and say, uh, I'm going to change the visit. Here's what I can do. And now it's up to her if she wants to make the trip out or wait till balloon festival or mm-hmm. whatever. So It's also nice to have <clears throat> your calendar filled out to where you know, uh, like for instance, I did go on, uh, I went to a conference today and I learned about it last week. Mm-hmm. It, it came across my email. So I looked at my calendar. Do I have, can I fit this into, because it looks really important mm-hmm. and I really want to do it. Can I fit this in? Well, the conference went till four, but I looked at the conference schedule and realized I could leave after two mm-hmm. uh, and not miss too much of what was going on. Get the the bulk of to get of back what in I time for the show and to get yeah. back in yeah. time for the show because it takes uh, about an hour and ten minutes to get from. The well, that Scottish side of Santa Rite, Fe, yeah, Scottish Rites Temple, because it's on the north house. side of Santa Fe, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although uh, living in Bernalillo gives us some benefit when we travel yeah, there. Yeah, so. seven miles. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's great to have a plan. Sometimes we don't want to plan. We want to be spontaneous. We want to leave it, leave some open space in our schedule. Or sometimes we're just, uh, yeah, I'd like to do that, but maybe it won't work out. And we talk ourselves out of it so we don't put it down. What did your NK used to say? When you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And that's her accent. That's the NK uh, <laughs> accent. 
So let me ask you this. Where do you want to be in one year from today? Is it, was that for me? That's for everybody. Oh, okay. I'll answer it. Where Go do ahead. I want to be in one year from today? Well, I'll tell you what. I saw some great things today that got me excited about being a speaker and writing a book, um, having a business that's that's strong and viable and helps a lot of people and has a lot of clients. So I want to continue to build my business. I want between 10 and 20 clients. I want to have a membership and I want to be writing a book or have, you know, a good, you know, strong start on writing a book. And uh, I want a signature speech so that I can begin to offer uh, to speak at conferences like today. Uh, That's where I want to be in a year. How about you? Um, let's see. I want to be 165. Oh, your weight? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I want to have 20,000 subscribers. And all together on all four channels? On, or? on the, the channel that succeeds the most. <laughs> right. So all the comp- competition is up. Right. 20,000 uh, on one 20, channel. 20,000 subscribers on one channel because then I, I could feel like whatever time we invest in uh, in YouTube, because that's the only thing I'm investing in right now. Um, and, and I say investing. Um, you are. You're investing a lot of time. Uh, investing time, effort, effort uh, equipment, equipment, learning. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Some money. So some money. I'd mm-hmm. like to. Uh, I'd like to see some return on that. Not that I, I don't want anybody to think. You know, I'm not making a living on it. I don't right. have to make a living on it. Nor. But it am makes I, you feel better about the work that you put into it when right. you get a return back. Yeah. Yeah. And and. Um, and uh, I think almost everything else, again, I have the advantage of having of being 70 and having lived through all the most difficult parts of my life already. I don't feel like this is a difficult part of my life because I have the freedom to make choices uh, like this. Um, but if I could get down to, you know, my fighting weight um, and and uh, I could get 20,000 subscribers on one of our channels, I think, I think I'd feel good about where we're All right. Well, you know how you can get down to 165? Stop eating. Uh, Cut off a, a leg. Get yourself a coach. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and an accountability partner. Well, uh, what I'm doing now <laughs> is working. Uh, so uh, I've seen the progress having a vacation and your daughter who uh, happens to be a baker. I know. I went to my mom's and then I went on vacation. So I got you. Uh, I, I picked up uh, eight pounds and I've lost four of those. So well, I'm back. Go. I'm, I'm right. on my way back down. All right. So in three years. Uh, so... It said that we tend to overestimate what we can get done in one year, but underestimate what we can done in three years. So we want to dream big. And in three years, I do want to be um, getting speaking engagements, selling my book, and uh, I want to have a good, strong business model that uh, brings in that uh, evergreen income, that passive income, Mm -hmm. um, so that I can travel and enjoy uh, going to different events and, and meeting people in that way. And in five years, <laughs> maybe I want to retire. I'll be 60. <laughs> How about retire in five years? I like that. Well, yeah, but if you have a, a YouTube channel with, say, 60,000 subscribers, you can retire, you know, and and maintain that minimum sure. level of... Uh, sure. Right. I mean, the the softer side requires some time. Uh, the new one that we're planning right now um, is going to require a minimum amount of time. Yeah. Um, and 
both AGK and INR require a lot of time. So I'd like to move over to the others eventually, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so we can put less time but earn more revenue. Right. And get a better ROI. Right. We're always coming up with new ideas for that because we do look ahead and we do make those plans together. Um, and we need to ask ourselves, who will I become? Like I said, I want to become a writer, a speaker, um, a coach, somebody who's recognized uh, in the community of uh, life coaching um, is is somewhat of a, you know, up and coming, <laughs> I don't know, YouTube celeb, I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, YouTube uh, celeb would be And good. I would like to be a YouTube celeb for this age group because most YouTube celebs are, you know, teenagers and kids. Uh, so it would be nice to have somebody in this age group represent our age group. Um, and what will I accomplish? And I think those, I've just given you all those answers. What about you? Uh, five years. Well, what would... What, who, well, I could say who you, who will you become, but I don't think you're going to change much in the next no, five years. No, I, uh, because, again, I'm at the end of my... But you my could. If you chose to, if you said, you know what, I'm going to get down to 165, I'm going to lift weights, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to... I'm going to enter the seniors class, super seniors class of Mr. Olympia. You could if you wanted to. Yeah, you that could do into bike, bike marathons or whatever you wanted to do. Just have to decide to do it and start training for it. Angelina says, uh, Angelina Singh says, more fit and selling my artwork and would also love to write a book. Very good. I spoke today with a woman who does uh, uh, social media and teaches artists how to promote themselves. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that going on in Santa Fe. Mm. It was funny. I met two, and when another woman who was an artist, and she teaches art in Santa Fe, and asked them both that they knew Sean, and they didn't. <laughs> I was like surprised. I'm like, really? you don't know wow. Sean well. <laughs> She's one funny? of the best marketeers in New Mexico when it comes to art. Because I know her. I think everybody should know her. Well, you know, the other thing, too, is uh, maybe there's an opportunity for her if uh, if those two are succeeding in Santa Fe. I mean, she's busy enough in Albuquerque. Yeah. She's busy enough yeah. with her own work. She doesn't need to be an art consultant, but she teaches that class at West right. to other artists. Mm-hmm. And I think what drives her crazy is she says, they all stare at me so blankly like, really? You know, she, yeah. she's part of, part of what makes her a great marketeer is the uh, imagination and the energy necessary to be a great marketeer. Some people just don't have that. Some people, you you know, they invest have all to, They have to know that those things are possible right. first yeah. before, then before they, they can, can start do going, yeah, yeah, maybe I can do that. Um, but an artist and more fit. More fit is always a great goal. Uh, it takes a step a step at a time, a day at a time, and you got to just plan for it. Walking a Monolion says, I want to write a book about my ADHD. Okay. That's going to be a challenge, but... Anybody can do anything if they just stick to it, plan it out, and work on it every day. I believe that. Hey, Gigi. Gigi and Erin Mastriani are in the Facebook group. Who's Gigi? Uh, she's a friend oh. I took improv classes with. Mm. Oh, that's, what, uh, that's what the grandkids call grandma, is Gigi. Oh, that's actually her name, Gigi. Mm. Uh, so, first step, write down your goals. What do you want to, in the next one, five, and, or one, three, and five years, what do you want to do? What do you want to see? Do you want to go places? What do you want to see? Uh, what do you want to feel? 
because feelings are what are going to draw us towards that goal. Uh, what do you want to achieve and what do you want to have? So this is some good things to help give you some ideas. Uh, what do you want to write down for your goals? Uh, you know, what do I want to do? I want to do uh, vacations. I want to do um, more conferences. I want to work with top performers. I want to uh, to learn um, how to run a business more efficiently. Lots of good stuff. I want to see things I want to see. Um, I want to see more of the mountains and nature. I would like to see another country, maybe uh, Portugal. That's where my sister-in-law is from. Um, I want to feel. I want to feel happy and confident and excited and enthusiastic, you know, because I've always got something going on. I want to achieve. I want to achieve brilliance. I want to achieve success. I want to achieve, you know, being magical. Being magical. <laughs> Two people today at the conference told me that I was magical. So that's what I want to achieve. Magic. And I want to have, I want to have a beautiful home and a happy, healthy family. Not bad. Yeah. What about you guys? What do you want? What do you want to see, do, have, feel? prioritize that's our next step prioritizing using your values clarification exercise that we talked about on last friday and that is in easeafterside.com if you're looking for your own copy of that uh, use your values clarification exercise to put your goals in order of importance so if your top goal is health then or your hop, your top value is health then your top goal would be one of the goals that you have that's most health related, right? Getting fit um, and then breaking that down into steps and exactly what that means. So getting fit's kind of vague. You probably want to say something like, I want to lose 10 pounds or like Toby said, I want to be at 165 by this date and here's how I'm going to do it, you know, and then he can check himself every month. Am I getting to my goal? Do I need to make some changes and adjustments to get there? So having those SMART goals with uh, a deadline and specific numbers you're trying to hit, it's going to be a lot more uh, grounding than just, I want to be fit. You know, you know what this is starting to sound like? The old Toby Eunice one-page business plan. <laughs> Mission, objectives. Is, is, is the business plan old or is it Toby Eunice that's old? <laughs> It's probably the old Toby Eunice business plan. I used to teach this class, right? Mm -hmm. uh, mission, objectives, well, mission, strategies, objectives, goals, milestones. So, yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, prioritize. Break down each goal into steps uh, and then know which one are you going to work on the most because uh, we do want to, we do want to hit our hit every area of our lives. We want to have the physical, the spiritual, the mental, and the emotional goals. But we don't want fifteen different things we're trying to get done uh, all at once. I want to write a book. I'm going to write a speech. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this, 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 this. That's too many things, and we can't focus. So we need to focus. <laughs> We were doing act as if body language stuff today, and this is how we focus. You know, mm. That's, you're your aiming a pistol. You know that, right? 
Well, yeah, but it's causing focus, right? Uh. It's a line, straight line. Mm. It's like, it's focus. Uh, so can I address this question from mm -hmm. Walking Among Lines? Who says, is the sky the limit or too many goals uh, compete against each other? Oh, I'm going to answer that new an the new okay. answer. Because I'm going to give him the one-page business plan response. Okay. Three objectives for each objective, three goals for each goal, three milestones. That's a good place to start. And then if you're going to add more, start with the bottom. Start with the milestones first. And the reason is those are the ones that are going to impact your schedule. You don't want things that are going to compete. Uh, like if you have 15 different business ideas, right, you have to pick one, one business. Do that one first. Then when that's either... You know, you know that it's not going to work or it's a success, and then you're ready to move on to the next one. Uh, that's okay. But having too many business ideas is just going to make you scattered in your thinking and slow you down. Okay. All right. Scheduling, right? Uh, at the beginning of each year, each month, each week, and each day, you want to have a planned schedule on your calendar, and then you want to follow it. Why do you want to do that? Well, when you're planning, you got your goals in mind. You, you have a, a, a destination where you're headed, and you're going to write that out on your calendar. But when that day comes, and you look at your calendar, and it says, get up at 7 a.m. and go work out at the gym, I don't feel like it. It's raining. I don't want to. Too bad. The decision's already been made. The, the guy who was planning your calendar for you said, you're going to do this on this day at this time. So you get up and you go. Decision was made. It avoids mental fatigue when you can make those decisions in advance and just do what's on your calendar. And you get more done. Get it done, see? Each evening we want to review tomorrow's plan. So I get out my phone before I go to sleep and I look, what's on my calendar for tomorrow? Okay, what time do I need to get up? Okay. <laughs> you know, and, and I kind of plan out the day. And if I've got a lot going on, you know, I need to really keep that tight. If it's kind of, well, I got to get this done and this done. Well, I got time to, you know, play around. I can spend time with my husband or you know, I can fit some other things in there. So, uh, but review it. Once you review your schedule, you declare it, right? You say it out loud, especially if you're married and you want them to know, here's what I need to do tomorrow. Because it's, that's what we do. We talk about it with our spouse, right? Hey, tomorrow I'm going to go to this woman's conference. That means I'm going to be getting up at 6.30, so I'll be out of here by 7.30. So my husband knows. Uh, where I went and why I went there and why I'm getting up and what's going on. Uh, and he knows where I, where I am when he, when he finally gets up. I'm, and I don't mean to sound bad, but he, he doesn't get to bed till 2 because of his schedule. He doesn't get to bed till at least 2, sometimes 3 in the morning. So he needs to know where I went, why I went there, and that I'm safe and not just wake up and wonder, where'd she go? <laughs> so declare it. I also want to declare it because... Now the whole family knows, here's what's on my schedule for tomorrow. They can then plan according to your schedule. They can plan their schedule. They can say, oh, well, mom's going away this conference. That means she's not going to be available to do da-da-da-da-da. So then they can adjust their thinking on their schedule or what they might have wanted to do with me. Uh, so declaring it, you know, 
owning it. Prepare for it. You know, you've got to get your clothes ready or uh, if you're going to go to the gym in the morning, get your gym clothes out, have them ready, get your gym bag out, have it ready, have a routine that you do when you're getting ready. When I get up in the morning and I know I'm going for a walk, first thing I do is I get up, uh, use the bathroom, get my clothes on, go into the kitchen and I get my, I get a little fanny pack that I have with my phone and my water bottle and my key and my, and, uh, you know, and I, I have a set routine that I do and then I get my headset on and I set my podcast and I put my phone in my fanny pack and I zip it up and I go out the door, lock it and I'm off for an hour. I go for an hour long walk and I listen to my podcast and I know that I have this routine because that's what I do because it's prepared for, right? And commit to it. Just like, yeah, tomorrow morning, 7am, going to get up, going to walk. Go to the gym. And, and, and you do that before Kevin gets up because he gets in pretty late. He's got that sleeping time for him, isn't it? Oh, good idea. Yeah. Well done. But as it gets colder, as it's starting to turn into fall, mm-hmm. uh, I'll go later and later in my walks because, mm-hmm. you know, wait for the sun to get sun to up come and on. warm up the land. But if you commit to it, then again, you avoid that mental fatigue of making decisions later or trying to change your mind. You can just commit. I'm doing this, this, and this, and then you do it. I'm always surprised how deep into the winter uh, one can exercise. Uh, whatever your body heat your generates, you know, unless it's just a terribly cold day. My my rule used to be uh, nothing below forty degrees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can still work out at 40 degrees. You can still work out at 32 degrees. The problem is you've got to be careful about your breathing uh, because at that point you could freeze up stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but 40 degrees is perfectly a perfectly reasonable uh, workout temperature. Now, say I start going to the gym at 60. I'm like, yeah, it's cold out. I'm going to the gym. It's mm-hmm. indoors. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and I love the gym. Uh, I, I think when uh, when we work out, I believe it's important to give yourself a reward along with the exercise. So when I walk, I listen to my favorite podcast. Uh, When I go to the gym, I spend half the time exercising and half the time in the spa part, which is the the massage, the tanning, and the the Vibra Shape. (laughs) I love that thing. Vibra Shape? Yes. It's a vibrating floor. And the, this is this is cutting edge biohacking, dude. It's a vibrating floor, and the uh, the lights that that are like the the red lights that improve your skin, the mm-hmm. collagen mm. that uh, stimulate the collagen production in your skin. Mm. So yeah, it's awesome. I love it. So I you know I reward myself every time I work out. Dang. Yeah. So every time you work out or do something you don't really like. Build in a reward with it. Apparently, so, I'm going to have to change my rewards. A little trick for you. Just remember, there are no wrong decisions. Isn't that awesome? No matter what you decide, it's okay. It's going to turn out okay. Making decisions saves you time. Uh, not making a decision is still a decision. Making decisions increases your action. Uh, we expand our experience by making decisions and acting on them. There's no reason not to make a decision. Nobody's going to come back at you later and say, well, it's all your fault. You decided to do it. And if they do, you can say, I decided to do it for me. If you decided to come along, 
that's on you. What do you think of that? I like it. I like yeah. the uh, the uh, where you stand with that because it's a you're taking a stand. That's right? right. That's right. It's important to take a stand. It's like when you plan a vacation, you know, and and uh, you're the you're the one in charge of planning it, and then you feel like if anything goes wrong, that's on me. Well, you can kind of just let that go and go. You know what? I made a plan, and everybody else agreed to it, so that's on them. <laughs> you know, I did my best, and and. Really, people appreciate it when you mm-hmm. make the plans. Yeah. They know that's a lot of work. Yeah. And if they if they didn't want to do it with you, they wouldn't they wouldn't join you. So make the plans, make the decisions, and whatever decision you go with, once you've made that decision, go full out. Right? Don't keep trying to go back home and then start off again and go a different way and just go full out. Or if you didn't decision. write the plan, once you've agreed to a plan, stick to it. Because there's nothing yeah. worse than people. I shouldn't say there. There, there is. It's bad. Not, nothing worse than, but it's bad <laughs> when you agree to a plan. You start implementing the plan, and you feel like, oh, I don't like this plan. Yeah. You had an option to join to make that. No, you, know. you can always make make it known that <coughs> I'm, I'm unhappy with the way things are going right now. Uh-huh. What can we do to adjust? Uh-huh. But don't just. Eh, blow it I'm up. Not doing this anymore. Yeah, blow it up. Blow up uh, the plan because you gave, you know, you gave your agreement. Confidence of knowing we can increase our confidence by taking action and learning what we want. So we want we're learning what we want to keep doing by taking action. Right? I love this. This is awesome. I will I will do YouTube videos forever because I like it. It's fun. Uh, or we can learn what we want to stop doing. You know what I don't like. You know what's no fun anymore? Are, are you asking me a question? <laughs> oh, God, going like, I I'm don't trying know. to think of stuff. Hanging out with me? Well, no, because oh, like okay. we don't do things that aren't fun. I yeah. mean, if it's not fun, we stop we doing it. We stop doing it, right. But by doing it, then you know if it's fun or not, right? And then we know what we want to move towards. We know this is this is working out. You know, like I went to this conference today, and I saw other people up on stage, and I was like, I can do that. I would like to do that. That would be fun. Uh, so then I knew what I want to move towards. Michael Mundy had, uh, my, uh, I told you about Michael Mundy, he had sayings, mm. but they were always like the, at, at first they were just trite <laughs> Uncle Mundy and Great Aunt Kay. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Mundy used to say, I'd rather be rich than poor. Like, oh. Uh, yeah, me too. I'm taking that awesome. one up. But his other one was, if it isn't fun, stop doing it. You know, it, he had reduced life to well, these. Pretty new, much. I mean, you know, there's some things you have to do, like, you know, take out the garbage or take care of your house and things of that nature. Taking out the garbage is fun for you? I enjoy it. Okay. I get to go well, out of my Hey, that's awesome. If you have to do it anyway, might as well enjoy it as much as possible. My advice is if you're going to take out the garbage, do it in your underwear. <laughs> the neighbors get a big kick out of that. <laughs> Questions to help us decide. What if every choice turns out amazing? So if you have two or three choices that you, you want to make, uh, oh, should I do this or should I do that? Well, what if they were both going to turn out great? Then which one would you choose? I don't know. Would you do both? Ask yourself that the next time you have a choice you have to make. Uh, what would my future self want me to do today? I thought my future self wanted me to go to this conference, so I did that. What would your future self want you to do today? 
Wow, that's a really good question. Um, uh, <laughs> what would my future self want me to do today? Go to bed at 10. Okay. It's a good, good decision. Decision yeah. made. Yeah. My future I self would say... I better leave by 9.55 then. <laughs> so you can get to bed at 10. <laughs> uh, he, they, they would because that's my biggest issue, right? Uh, procrastinating when it comes to sleep. Yeah, my future it. self would say, "You want to, you know, you're always saying you want to live long and prosper. Get to bed at ten o'clock." So yes, good idea. I'm tossing you out at nine. Okay, at nine. The show's 955. not even over at nine. <laughs> <laughs> what option is most loving? This is a really good thing to ask ourselves when we're trying to decide, especially what to do about somebody else in our lives or some other. Uh, situation that affects other people's uh, other people. What option is the most loving? And then that that's not just towards other people, but towards yourself as well. Um, for instance, uh, I want I should I work out or should I stay home and sleep? Well, which option is most loving? If you haven't had enough sleep, then probably sleep. If you've had enough sleep, then work out. Uh, those those can kind of help you uh, decide. You know, which is the best way to go for you? What do you think of that? I did it today. My physical ter therapist beat the hell out of me, and I needed, I went back to bed. <laughs> I took an hour of sleep between getting back from there and um, and starting, you know, because mm -hmm. it was like, I, you know, I need to rest for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Good. Good. Love yourself. That's good. Get that rest. Mm. So here's our recommendations. Write your goals. Do this at least once a year. More frequently, it would be maybe once a quarter. That would be a good idea. Uh, pri prioritize your goals according to your values. If your number one value is health, prioritize your health goals first. If your number one value is um, making money, put your work goals first. Uh, break them into steps. Schedule every step. Follow your schedule, believe in your decisions, back them up, support those decisions, and then use your support system to help you continue on that road. If uh, I find myself getting defeated and feeling like, nah, this is not ever going to work, I'm going to quit, I immediately start talking to my support system. Toby, my husband Kevin, my coach, uh, my friends on on text, you know, here's how I'm feeling. And I get all flood of loving support. And that carries me through those really hard times. So if you do not have a support system like that, start building one because it's probably saved me uh, more times than I can count. And it, it can save your life. You know, I remember, uh, I, I don't know if it's been a month, it's been at least a month, maybe two, maybe even three. And I remember uh, you, and I didn't actually find out about it until afterwards. But at some point you said to yourself, you know what? Toby isn't going to build my business for me. My husband isn't going to build my business for me. I've got to build my business for me. And you did kind of, not, I don't want to say you turned over a new leaf, but you made some changes in terms of establishing your objectives, your goals, and your milestones. And, and I kind of remember that day because I found out about it afterwards. 
And I'm, and I'm not even sure, I, I noticed that something was different about the way you were behaving. And I don't, I don't mean your emotional behavior, but your kind of your work behavior. And that's when you told me after w- w- something we did, it was some event that, that we had, you said you went home and, and I don't know whether you had a conversation with Kevin or what, but you had made these series of decisions that I'm not going to, I'm not going to build your channel. You know, not, not that I'm not going to help, but you, uh, you, you, uh, I can't do it for you, right? You mm-hmm. have to do it. And you want to make those decisions. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always telling you how much growth I've seen in you since I've known you, what, seven or eight years. Uh, but the past, you know, 2019 has uh, been, I'm not going to say quite exponential, but it's been at least logarith- logarithmic growth. Yeah. Uh, because I've seen some real changes between the woman I knew at uh, in January and the woman I know today, so and it's I, all I very owe a positive. A lot of that to coaching, yeah, to being coached myself, mm-hmm. um, because I realized I can't coach other people if I'm not willing to be coached myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, once I started doing that, uh, taking advantage of having a coach and applying everything they they said to mm-hmm. myself first before ever offering it as advice. Um, and it's funny cause I was coached the other day and I, and, uh, I was telling her what was going on and, and she gave me some advice and I just laughed and she said, what's that about? And I said, I tell that to my, Your my own, clients and right. my, my viewers all the time. And here you are telling it to me. Why am I not listening to myself? Right. So this is why I need coaching. And I think it's, really valuable for anybody uh, to have a coach to just listen to them and repeat back to them, here's what I'm hearing you say. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's just basically calling you on your stuff and saying, here's what you're doing and here's what you're saying. And are you actually applying what you're teaching? Right. So walking amongst lions is a kind of self-coaching asks, um, what is the most loving short-term or long-term versus long-term? And then uh, writes, that is, what if both short-term and long-term decisions are loving, but long-term has greater benefits over the short-term, but long-term might appear selfish at first? I think I can address that. Uh, and I think I've used this example before when I was married and we were still raising children. We had children at home before they had gone off to college. My wife and I were having a conversation. She asked me my priorities. And I said, my health, my business, and my family. And she was, it upset her that the family wasn't first. And my logic was if, and this is one of those long-term, if I wasn't healthy over the long-term, if I didn't have a business over the long-term, then I couldn't provide for my uh, family. So they may sound selfish to the people who are concerned, but if you've thought about them, um, uh, you've realized that they're in their best interest, right? Uh, because you can have those long-term goals um, that aren't not only in, the people, uh, you know, the, it's not only a, a bad loving decision for yourself, it's a bad loving decision for the people around you. Um, and it, and it was it was a good decision. I was able to get through that period of my life, raising a family, getting them off to college, putting them through college, and I stayed healthy and I, and I could afford it. Um, and that was my way, one of my ways of expressing my love for them. So I, I think sometimes it will sound selfish. Uh, but uh, I think... Well, let me underscore that taking care of yourself should be always your number one goal, and it is never selfish, because if you didn't do that, somebody else would have to. Right. That would be selfish, right? 
making somebody else take care of you when you're not doing it for yourself. So always take care of yourself, your health, uh, your mental, emotional, and spiritual health, and physical health. All need, all need your uh, concern because they are number one concern for each person because nobody else can do it for you. Absolutely. Nice. So I don't know what your selfishness is about, uh, but if it is about health and your health and you're taking care of yourself, then that's not selfish. All right. Here's something else that's not selfish. It would be awesome and very helpful for anybody. Please do reach out. Join the Softer Side Member Vault at esofterside.com. There's some really fun stuff in there. It's like uh, lessons, there's ebooks, there's the opportunity to be coached by me um, one on one, all kinds of great stuff in there. So check that out. Join the Facebook group. It's uh, Facebook groups slash the softer side. We have a podcast of all of these live videos on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And you can always write to me at the softer side dot info at gmail.com. I'm currently offering a free personalized coaching program called Life by Design, which offers clarity in your goals and purpose, offers you the opportunity to clear away all procrastination and start to be motivated. It offers you instruction in thought management, how to manage your own thoughts and coach yourself every day. And it helps you to choose your future, just like today the planning and designing of, of your life. Uh, this is free to the first 10 beta testers. It's open through October 19th. Uh, there is a link in the description box below this video that you can click on and sign up for that. Now, we're going to open up the phone lines. Here's the number, 866-597-9901. And you can ask a, you can answer this question or you can ask us one what has planning helped you achieve this year so let's get into that do we have any further questions in the chat room and yeah not have, from this one we have opened up the phone lines do we have our lower third oh there we go there's the phone number, 866-597-9901, if you'd like to call in. If you have any other questions and you don't want to call, please do put them in the uh, chat room. What? I'm going to adjust your microphone. Ooh. Okay. Can I drink? Okay. <laughs> mm. So while we're waiting, let me tell you a little bit more about this conference I went today. It's called Power Up. Changing the Game for Women in Business, and it was a conference put on by SCORE, the Senior Corps of Retired Entrepreneurs. And oh, that's interesting. What? They've changed that. Oh, was I wrong? No, 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 no. Oh, oh, did you? I, did because I it looked what? like you were reading it. No. It used to be, it, it is the Senior Corps of Retired Executives. Oh, executives. Sorry, you're yeah. right. It is executives. Okay. I thought, whoa. I said entrepreneurs, it's yeah. executives. Um, anyway, it's a... Uh, free service offered in most communities of volunteers who uh, help you to start a new business. Uh, they're going to give you lots of great information and a, a leg up on things. This was a conference put on by SCORE specifically for women uh, business owners in the area. And we had some really great speakers, including Agnes Mura. Agnes, uh, she is from Romania. 
she was she escaped uh, communist Romania. Uh, she came after being educated in Germany. She came to the United States. She lived in L.A. for a while. She worked with the Olympic Committee huh. in L.A. And that was the year that the Russians decided to boycott the uh, Olympics. And uh, because they did that, many countries were were not going to come, in, including Romania. And they asked her to go to Romania to speak with uh, the uh, the Olympic Commission there in Romania and try to convince them to come to the Olympics. So uh, she did that. Huh. And Romania was one of the only countries that... From that the Eastern Bloc nations. That came that year. Under the, the auspices of the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. So, well, uh, Romania is now yeah. an independent country. So, And she speaks six languages. Of course, she spoke Romanian. And that's her mother tongue. So uh-huh. uh, she was quite quite a wonderful person. Uh, she was quite interesting. And then we had uh, Jen Sin- Sincero. She's the author of the Badass books. Um, and They're all hold up. Let me had, hold up your book. Uh, Francisca Newman as well. Francisca, uh, she was on the Oprah Winfrey show. She's a speci- She specialized as a... Oh, well, let's Oops. talk about Jen. <laughs> Since you're holding up the book. Well, no, the problem is it's oh, going... Uh, it's green. It's green. Well, they can see the title. Yeah. Okay, so the first one she wrote was the yellow one. And it's You Are a Badass. It's a self-help book for people who desperately want to improve their lives but don't want to get busted doing it. And then? And then this one is uh, Financial Empowerment from... Uh, for you are from you are a badass. So you are a badass uh, making money. What's this, what's it called? You are a badass at making money. And these are written by Jen Sincero, and uh, she was there with us today. She actually does uh, live in Santa Fe, so we are very lucky to have her. Um, she's a great speaker, and she answered a lot of questions. Um, and then we had Francesca Newman. She specializes in small space uh, design. She's an architect. Mm. And she uh, she was featured on Oprah Winfrey. Oh, you had her uh, autograph your books. Yeah, she autographed both of them. I, I just I picked up a page at random here. I'm not going to be able to find it now. <laughs> and it's I'm just going to read this first line because I got a kick out of it. Uh, this is chapter four entitled The Big Snooze. And the tagline is, wanting to be someone else is a waste of time, a waste of the person you are. Mm. Um, And the first sentence is, (laughs) uh, when I first started getting into self-helpery, there was lots of talk about something called the ego that confused the hell out of me. (laughs) I like the way she writes. Yeah, she's she's cool. She's cool. We liked her. Um, anyway, so I had a great time there and passed out a lot of business cards. And I'm not going to keep showing this book because it looks weird. <laughs> is it see-through? So is this specifically for women? or uh, Today's event was, oh, you mean the book? The title is You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life. There's certainly no reason a man couldn't read it, but it is written by a woman and <laughs> probably has... Read your... Uh, keep up the badassery. <laughs> But it's written by a woman and and probably (coughs) aimed a little bit at women, but there's no reason a man couldn't read it. So I'm looking forward to reading them, and I'll let you know uh, what I learned from them. It should be an easy read. These paperbacks. 
my kind of book. I love reading self-help and coaching and all those kinds of books. So I was excited to uh, get my hands on them before they sold out. All the books she brought today that they, they sold out of. So I uh, had a lot of fun at the conference. And I'm, there was this lovely woman who sat next to me. And uh, while we were, we were all kind of talking before it started, and then we all quieted down. And then after Jen finished speaking, she took questions from the audience. And this woman uh, held her hand up at the very end, and she, she stood up and said, uh, because there was a woman behind us. Well, I have to be, keep backtracking. Jen talked about having a life coach. Uh, she had a life business coach, <clears throat> a couple of different ones. And she talked about how much she spent on them. And one was $7,000 and one was $85,000. And, and the people in the audience were just aghast that somebody could spend that much. And she said, but these people were so good at what they did that I made three times that much money off of their advice by following their advice, you know, completely. Uh, and, uh, so it was a nice boost for, you know, coaches in general. And then a woman behind us got up and asked, uh, can you recommend a coach or, uh, where do I find a coach? And, and, uh, she just said, well, you know, they're everywhere and just, you know, kind of word of mouth or look around or ask around or, um, and then at the end, the woman next to me, she's, she's like, you're a life coach, right? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, okay. So she stood up and she said, uh, I just, uh, I just wanted to thank you for your books and they're wonderful. And I want you to know the woman ne next to me is a life coach. So, <laughs> so then Jen Sincero asked me to stand up. So I stood up and waved everybody. And, and then, uh, because everybody noticed me at that point, um, they came up to me and, talked to me and asked me about life coaching and what's involved with that and what's that like and, and see you are magical and uh asked for my business card so yeah. it's very cool a lot of fun so get out there <laughs> do things plan things and then do them i recommend it i'm a big fan of meeting people uh i'm also very judicious about how i invest time in networking and I'll give a networking event a couple of tries. And mm -hmm. if I feel like there's nothing positive happening, then I'll drop it from my list. But, yeah. but I think um, uh, the two things that I that the two things about socializing uh, that I that I learned while I was in Washington is networking is good because you meet not only your the people you're doing business with, but some of your competition. And and that uh, that's the first thing. And the second thing is. Uh, a lot of business deals are made over lunch. Mm. So I'm a big fan of inviting people to go out and eat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I just want to give a shout out to SCORE because they did an awesome job with this uh, event. There were four women in charge of it, and everything was well organized. We showed up this morning. Uh, there were two people running the parking situation so that everybody got parked nice and neat and easy, and then we walked into the building, and they had us, you know, they, there were four people there checking everybody in, so there was no line, and uh, got right in there and had our, you know, our coffee and donuts available and people to talk to. It was just uh, one thing after another, just right, at, you know, as following along with the agenda they had put out. And it was just really well organized and, and just a wonderful event. So uh, if you have the opportunity to get involved with SCORE, a uh, wonderful organization, and I highly recommend it. Uh, SCORE is free. 
uh, and anybody who's trying to start a business, uh, I had the benefit. I didn't. I didn't have any business experience when I went into business. I had uh, uh, my. I, I wasn't a business major in college, uh, and the only thing I had was military service and then government service, uh, and so I had to rely on first the small business administration uh, because they they are very helpful with the classes and things like that. But they introduced me to SCORE, and like Shelley, I had not just one, I had several coaches, all of whom had done business in Washington, D.C., uh, and some of whom had actually done business with the intelligence community. So I had this leg up because mm-hmm. not only were they advising me, but they had contacts. Uh, and that's a nice thing about some of these executives is that they have contacts in the area of what you're interested in, in which you are interested, and they can make those introductions. Maybe not for the purpose of business, but at least, hey, take this guy to lunch, yeah. you know, because yeah. eventually you're going to need him to do business. So mm-hmm. I, I'm a strong believer in not only the uh, services that the SBA provides, although, you know, at first the, it sounds like they're just running you through the mill for the heck of running you through the mill. They do run you through the mill, but it's like Bud's training for the SEALs. It's like if you can survive this, right. you can survive business. Right, right, right. exactly. <coughs> a great, great service to the community school. <coughs> All right, so it looks like that uh, we're not getting any further. Do we have anything else in the chat room? Uh, let me check real quick. Nope. Nope. All right. Well, thank you all for being here today. Let's take a look at what's happening on Friday. Do we have a Friday schedule? <laughs> Did you already make a schedule for <laughs> Click some buttons. Click some buttons here and here. All right. Friday, we're going to be talking about living a limitless life, becoming limitless. And uh, this is appropriate because Balloon Fiesta is coming up quickly here in, in Albuquerque. So becoming limitless of their hot air balloons. Basically, becoming limitless is uh, letting go of limiting beliefs. And um, sometimes that's very difficult to do because, you know, we've, we've had a certain way of living in the past that has limited us. And we're very tied to that. Sometimes it's hard to let it go. But we're going to talk about how to do that on Friday. We'll be here at 4 o'clock live. And I hope to see you there with us uh, asking questions and enjoying the friendly chat in the live chat room. All right. That's all I have for today. Thank you guys so much for being here for all your great questions, comments, and I look forward to seeing you soon. And for the softer side, I am your life transitions coach, Shelly Carney. Thank you for listening to the softer side with Shelly Carney and Toby Eunice. Please write to us with questions or ideas for future shows at thesofterside.info at gmail.com and visit the free member vault for more great tips and ideas at esofterside.com.